Good evening, wonderful people of the internet. It brings me great pleasure to welcome you to episode number two of the F-Bomb cast, a show that aims to deliver our thoughts, feelings, and expletives on the world of video games, tech, entertainment, and whatever my nan ate for supper last Tuesday. My name is Cold Foamy, and joining me on this bold adventure is my good friend, Rory Fett. Good evening, everyone. As uh, Foamy says, welcome to episode two of the, uh, the F-Bomb cast. What have we got linked up for this week, then, Foamy? So, uh, with Battlefield Five Firestorm dropping on us tomorrow, we figured we'd take a little preview uh, look at that. Obviously, we're recording this on a Sunday, so by the time you hear this on uh, various podcasting sites, it will be uh, it will have released for a couple of days. So, you know, all of our conjecture will probably be completely wrong by then and disproven. But hey, we're going to discuss it now anyway. Uh, we're also going to be covering a little look at some of the uh, big entertainment news with Disney and Fox becoming one, becoming united. And also there's some news from the uh, CG Project Red Guys regarding Cyberpunk 2077. So lots to unpack this week, which is cool. Looking forward to getting into it. Definitely, definitely. It's, um, yeah, a bit of a, a buster week this, uh, oh, a bit of a buster season really. Though. Um, yeah, this year has it's started off fairly slow with gaming, but everything is just gliding into a, a launch at, at once, isn't it? Crazy, crazy Yeah, I mean, and also a very strange time of year because typically gaming, I find, obviously the holiday season, the Christmas period, that's really when everything kind of is, everyone's talking about everything, you get a trailer nearly every day, but for some reason this year it seems to be slightly different, I don't know, we're getting a lot of news and a lot of new games and new game modes and bits and pieces of tech sort of dropping on us, um, and it, it kind of feels a bit strange, I don't really remember any other years where we've had so much coming out uh, in, in such a typically quiet part of the season, but hey, it's fun. It's fun, yeah. It's just um, time. Time is the <laughs> it's the critical thing here, isn't it? So where do we squeeze it all in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know where I squeeze things in. Oh, where? <laughs> Ooh, uh, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> let's not. That also links not. back to what my nan ate for supper last Tuesday, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Well, <laughs> what um, what have you kind of been uh, unpacking lately? What, what's my, been on my, your my gaming stomach, radar? My uh, yeah, oh, to be right. honest, there, there's really not been um, a massive shift from from last week. Um, Division two, mm. just for for what little gaming I've, I've managed to do this week, um, Division two has taken up the, the majority of my time. Um, just love that game. They they have done so much with it. The um, I remember playing through the Division the first time, and you know I enjoyed that experience, but um. Yeah, I don't know, it, it, there was something fairly repetitive about it, but just now you feel like you're in a much more vibrant, living, thriving world. It's, um, yeah, hats off, hats off massively to the massive team, because they have, uh, they've just fleshed out the world, they've, you know, simple things like adding more variety to the animals that are running about in the streets, it's not just dogs, but you have an abundance of deer, um, not, not quite sure there would be as many deer out there, but raccoons, you know, all sorts of things, it's just, there's a lot more variety and a lot more um depth in the, the world they've created so um so yeah division 2 has taken up a lot of my time also um a, a game that's just released on the uh, the epic store is a uh, satisfactory i don't know if you've seen oh i keep hearing about this that. yeah yeah so people it, keep chatting about it and i'm like oh okay yeah, yeah. And then I, i'll like look at some screenshots and i'm like yeah that's definitely something i could play but then i just don't well see it's a co-op aspect that i kind of i was really interested in um i just thought it'd be quite cool to you know it's, it's your classic um, you're, you're building a factory, and I'm sure there was a game that was Factorium, something like that, came out a while ago. Mm-hmm. But much the same sort of ideas. You basically you're mining resources, changing those resources into other resources, and changing those resources into you know it, it's 
once you go down that route of going, well, what is it I'm actually doing? I'm just it's an RPG for factory building. I'm just building better factory, better armor to uh, to to have bigger fights against bigger resources to then create more armor to create more. Uh, you know, it's just it's it's good fun. You get into the the grind of it, and uh, yeah, you're kind of like, damn, I've just lost a good five six hours of my life doing absolutely nothing except chipping away at rocks. So uh, so yeah, that's um, I can see that coming into play a wee bit more over the the coming weeks. Sounds cool. Is I I thought it was early access. Was yeah, it, early access. It yeah, so the um, early release. Oh, okay, cool. It, although, as far as early access goes, it's suddenly a really polished game. Um, they, they, yeah, they've done oh, a, nice. a brilliant job. That I think they've been kind of like pre-early access. Y- you know, games are coming out into early access now, but they should be coming out as releases, and they're doing pre-early access when that should have been what early access was. So you kind of have like this. You know, there's an early, early access, and now there's early access, and then there's the release <laughs> with all the bug fixing for post access. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know how it goes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, but it's that, strange. I, I think the game's been out um, for about a year or so, give or take, um, just with people testing it in various stages, and uh, and now it's kind of come into the, the early access realms. But, um, but yeah, they, they've done a brilliant job for for getting it to the stages that just now. Um, it, it's almost that sort of no man's sky environment look. You know, it's not quite. Um, Ooh. Yeah, ooh. that's piqued my interest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not the same as No Man's Sky, just to, to quell that. In, oh, okay, somewhat. fuck it then. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, thanks. I mean, it's, it's a start, you know. Um, be interesting to see what it comes comes out with uh, in a couple of years. But what about cool. you? But I, I believe you sounds uh, like something I would sounds like something I would bother with if it was on mobile. Yeah, I mean, if it was on mobile, do you know that would be the perfect if they could strip it down? Um, it's the sort of thing that you could absolutely just find in twenty minutes of it, you know, half an hour here and there, and. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just feel like you're progressing. Never feel the need to be on it every day, but then, you know, just kind of, it's one of these slow burners that you could be on for, you know, a whole year and just spend half an hour here and there and just do a wee bit of upgrading, you know, but it has that. It's got the rinse repeat and kind of it pulls you in. Um, it has the dynamics and the, the, the mechanics there to, to make you go, oh, well, I've just played for another five minutes. I could unlock this thing and then, you know, I could upgrade this and that could give me, you know, you kind of, you know, you get in that mindset of just, if I just do five minutes more, it could save me an hour in the long run. And then before you know it, <laughs> yeah, six hours have gone and you're going, shit, <laughs> what the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> but, um, I feel yeah. like these kind of games, these these factory sort of production line games, that it's it's odd because every game's kind of like this, but I feel like it's more evident in these type of games in that they can make the smallest tweaks year on year and people will constantly buy them and constantly love them oh, and, yeah. and just, you know, they they won't have to tweak much, if anything. Like even just graphical changes will be enough for most people to buy like the next one in the series or the next kind of version of it instead of you know a factory one it would be a, you know a working in a dump or something like that and you know optimizing a dump workflow or whatever so absolutely or harking back to the uh, <laughs> what was the the garbage collection garbage truck simulator <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sold really? loads of copies for no fucking reason. No, well, you know, people obviously want to simulate that style of their life. It's uh, that side of life, eh? <laughs> the same kind of people that wouldn't bother even going out to get that job in real life, but would be happy just sitting at home doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a big difference between being out there in the elements dealing with garbage as there is sitting in your boxers eating Doritos and watching watching yourself play shit in the telly. You know, that's. I know. I know which one of those scenarios smells worse. For me, I've uh, I've been sailing the high seas mainly this past week, so I've been oh, wait, that's not a, dipping a back gym. into Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's been yeah, fun. So I saw you've uh, you've been enjoying yourself there. Yeah, it's really great. Um, 
it's a game that I did play quite a lot of at launch, but then it, it quickly came to realization that uh, there's not really much going on here. Uh, it's beautiful. It's it's a nice tech demo esque title, um, but yeah, it's not something you can kind of sustain as a as a playing experience for too long before you realize that you've run out of stuff to do. But it's been nice having kind of a break from a bit more of the serious and action heavy titles I've been playing lately, and Sea of Thieves is really f- like filling that relaxation time a bit better i feel um the game still holds up beautifully it looks absolutely fantastic i don't think i've ever seen better water simulation since and you know it's been out for a year now and and they keep piling on the content actually it's i'm surprised at how much it's changed in the past year um like if if you were just passing by passing through and just quickly checking up on the game you'd probably be forgiven for thinking it's exactly the same but looking at it deeper there is there is much more going on and with the kind of content that's coming in the future as well, it's opening up the game to a few more paths now that you probably wouldn't have thought it, it could even survive this year. Now it's kind of fleshed itself out a bit more, and it's it's just a really wonderful experience. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you think um, do you think this is always kind of how things were planned, or do you think um, just the way the game launched has uh, has kind of set a different game in motion almost? Because um, I feel like when the, when I played the betas you know, going back like two years, two and a half years um, ago, um, there wasn't a lot to do. And then I played mm. subsequent betas and there, there wasn't a lot to do. And, um, and then I played the launch title and there wasn't a lot to do, you know. And it, it was mm. like they had so long, there was a good 12 months or so, at least from the last time I played the beta to the, the game actually launching, and there wasn't a lot added. Um, and then fairly quickly within, you know, after launch, they had, um, oh God, what's the big tentacle fucker called? Oh, the Kraken. Yes, yeah. So you know they, they had the cracking. I come beat in. him today, Did alone. You? Oof! <laughs> I was fucking. I was beside myself. I couldn't believe it. I constantly kept getting battered by him and just destroyed. And my boat would be gone with all my cargo, and I'd be like, "For fuck's sake!" And today I just said, "You know what? I've had enough of this." And I just started blasting him with cannons, and you know he'd slam his tentacle down on the on the poop deck, and and I'd fire my my pistol, and then I'd duck back down and fix my boat, and eventually he just fucked off, and I won. And I was so, like, "Wow!" So is that it? It like, was a hell of an experience. Does he just leave? There's no, there's no actual. Yeah, win. he just leaves. All oh, right. God, that's a bit. But shit. I mean, when when the kraken comes rolling in, it's actually terrifying. The sea <laughs> around you goes pitch black because obviously, like, he's released loads of ink. Then these tentacles, uh-huh. one by one, they just you know burst through the water, and this music's playing. It's actually such a cool experience. Um, nice. And I just fe- I felt so good after I'd beaten it. It was the very first time I was on my own, and. It was such a cool experience. I don't get that many kind of rushes nowadays from video games. I feel uh, it definitely delivered on that. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Same. Um, yeah, Sea Thieves is just one of these things that you know. I, I always felt it was that classic. It's a fun game to play with friends. Um, beyond that, yeah, you know. So good to see like things like Kraken. You've 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 got that experience of actually winning the the, the fight against the Kraken. Um, on your own solo, you know, it kind of adds a bit more of a, a dimension yeah. that I wasn't entirely sure was going to be there for the game. So, uh, so yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, immediately afterwards, I got uh, blindsided by a ghost ship that came out of nowhere, and then a fucking megalodon shark came out of nowhere at the same time, and then the volcano erupted around me. So, you know, it was a clusterfuck. But hey, at least I got the Kraken. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, what else have yeah. they added? You know, that, I know obviously they've got the Kraken, but that was kind of last I kept up, kept up with the game. Um, they had the skeleton islands that you could you could fight against as well. Um, but yeah, so they've got these like, skull forts. I think they were originally there anyway, but they've also added in actual like skeleton crews that 
sort of go around and they like emerge from the sea right next to you and nice. they'll start firing at you and they're relentless they they honestly don't give up until you kill them um, or you die um, so that's so there's more rush. of an, an um, open sea pve element rather than just it being pvp yeah on the, uh, yeah on the, the open the open seas that's cool yeah exactly there's also the megalodon shark which is fucking massive and there's like three different types of them like cosmetically they just look like they're different colors but apparently some are harder than others to kill i don't know um, but there's, they've also opened up the, the area a bit more. There's actually a new se- a sector which has like loads of volcanoes that erupt and spew nice. like magma at you and shit. Oh, it's really cool. cool. It's honestly yeah. it's just such a cool experience. Yeah, I'll need, I'll need to check um, it I definitely think it's... anyone that's it's, yeah, if you're hesitant about going back in, give it a shot for a few hours and see how you feel. Is it still on Game Pass? Is that something that's going to stay like these, these yeah, games yeah, come out on Game, Game Pass? Pass. Are they going to remain on Game Pass? Is that the sort of idea? I feel I, I'm pretty sure it is because it's a Microsoft game. Or what's it called? Microsoft Game Studios, Microsoft Game Studios title, whatever they rebranded it to. Yeah, um, it's under that okay, okay. department. So, it, as far as I'm aware, that their intentions are to keep those titles on Game Pass indefinitely. Perfect, perfect. So, yeah. oh, that's good. That's um, yeah. Well, I mean, I see. I see. It's good. It's almost uh, it's almost bad as well, isn't it? It's the, the kind of thing that you know because it's always there. Will I ever get around to playing it? <laughs> True. I'll Possibly. I'll I'll pull you in for it. I'll pull you in for a sesh. Yeah. Okay. It'll be okay. good fun. Sounds like a plan. Any viewers <laughs> that wanted to, uh, any viewers or any uh, listeners that wanted to uh, try their hand at Sea of Thieves, you know, feel free. Let me know. I'm 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 down to jump in with anybody. And obviously, if anyone wants spewed on in a really drunken song, I'm your man. Mm. That's a uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Not just in Sea of Thieves. Does, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'd moved on from Sea of Thieves. The Sea of Thieves still have that glitch <laughs> where you can when you can hit the ball, uh, the, the boats in the right way, and they go flying out the, in the water. Oh, I don't know. I'd never oh, managed man. to do it before that, and oh, I, I haven't see. attempted beta, it since. But it I looks a couple of times, hilarious. That was amazing. I, I almost <laughs> wet myself when that happened. It was uh, yeah, up there with the highlights of my gaming life ever. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it happen. Maybe so I'll try it next about, time. Speaking of glitches, <laughs> I uh, I believe you went back into Anthem this week. Yeah, for a couple hours, it was not it was not pretty. I mean, it's pretty, but also pretty shit. Sad. Yeah, yeah, it's what it's so annoying because this is a game that I really loved. I put a lot of time into it now, and it's just disappointing and it's disheartening to see it go down this way. Like it almost feels like it's getting worse and worse and worse. There's you know, there's new new shitty stories about it coming out every single day, and you can't argue with the criticism that's coming out. Really, it's no, no it's, the it's, game it's, is it's in a bad, bad state, and, and it, it's a shame it's because at its that, core, it is such a, a fun experience. The and it's it you is. know, it, it's one of these experiences and one of these games that you know, you, you actually, you know, it's too many games that are out there that you can go, yeah, I can see myself in this scenario. I can see myself run about with a gun, not like actually run about with a gun you know i can put myself in the shoes of somebody like cod you know and a, a character in cod when i'm like yeah you know pew 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 cool job's good and but anthem there's not really many experiences out there when you're like yeah i want to be this big oversized overpowered hulking fucking beast and i don't know it's just this point when these things don't quite hit the mark on the, the level that they they could as a game like i don't know if you ever played any yep. make warrior games they always no. kind of felt a bit too clunky. But Anthem just feels like you are a really fucking solid. You feel like Iron Man, you know. You you get that experience. It's just a shame the rest of the game has the uh, these issues. Yep, and it's not just like 
tech issues here. I think it's also now coming to light that there are serious content issues. I mean, with the roadmap they published, there's a lot of backlash already of people saying that, you know, this this looks like you're telling us that you're about to give us more of the same rather than something revolutionary or a step forward in the, either the story or in terms of the way you like to deliver the content. So, yeah, it's it's not looking pretty. There's going to be a new patch coming out, I believe, next week, which okay. also introduces, like, cosmetic uh crates or chests that you can open and then it turns out that there won't even be armor pieces in them it's just going to be like decals and shit oh you're joking so people are just furious yeah oh man it's that's a fucking it's so unforgivable like, yeah it is it's because people are going to spend money in these crates and i'm you know I, I know that we say don't do it if we don't like it but people will you know i just oh no but the, no these are ones that you earn while playing the game all right okay which okay, is well, why least... it's even more infuriating because it's like okay so you're letting us earn cosmetics by playing a game. Great. But you're locking the cosmetics we actually care about behind a paywall. And not only that, you're also restricting the amount of cosmetics that you're releasing to us at such a slow rate, despite us seeing that there are there are new cosmetics that you guys have made and they're finished because we've seen them in like your dev streams or whatever, but you're just not releasing them to us. Like people are saying on like the subreddit, like, I'm I would be happy to pay for these cosmetics, but they're literally not releasing them to us. Right. Okay. Uh, it's it's just a big saying. disconnect with the with the with the with the fans, I guess. Yeah. See, it's funny because Anthem's a game. You know yourself. Like I, I wasn't invested in Anthem before I got it. You know, I, I played about five minutes of the beta when it came out, but it wasn't something I was desperate to jump into. Um. Obviously, you you'd played it a lot, and I was like, you know, I can see that that Destiny Warriors sort of you know just mash mash them up um kind of feel to the game, which really that really pulled me in. Um. As a, a, a game itself, it wasn't something that like hugely interested me. Um, so you know, looking into it beyond the surface game, beyond the uh, the playtime, it's not really something I've done. So I wasn't aware that they had like the dev streams with the uh, showing off armor pieces that weren't ex- available. That's that's crazy, absolute lunacy. And in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, the way that um, Anthem's going, it reminds me of Division Year One. You know, I, I don't, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know how much you played Division Year One, but can, I played you know, a fair bit, bit, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 these criticisms were there that there wasn't enough content, and then of course they released some of the uh, the incursions, and you were like, "This is just the same shit, dressed up mm-hmm. in a fucking arena for the same shit." Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bizarre when you think about. Okay, what's what's been kind of the lead up to this point is if you go back a little bit, there's obviously it's Bioware. They're they're a, they're a huge studio. They haven't got the worst rep but in recent times they've they've definitely made some big errors and you'd think with what happened with mass effect andromeda they wouldn't be so like coy about it and and feel so confident in their product that they could string customers along and yet they're doing it again and they're taking their time with fixing the game and maybe the game is that broken that they need the time to fix it just come out and say it i guess but ea must be kicking themselves right now to be honest (laughs) because they must have thought ah boys we're doing great Everything's going really well. People are loving Apex and fucking Anthem's doing all right. And, you know, oh, people are starting to forget about FIFA again, which is great because now we can start selling the next FIFA soon, which is <laughs> awesome. Ah, oh, and then Anthem goes on, fucks it. And they're like, oh, come on, boys, you had one job. You just did, you just had to not fuck up too badly and we would have been fine. But no. And then Apex goes ahead and fucks up as well with the, their shitty season pass and EA's back in the bad books. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a funny one. I think people are always desperate for EA to fail and to to take the flag. And um, yeah, sometimes and it's I love EA. To argue against that entirely. Yeah, you know, I I I like some of the games that EA have. I, unfortunately, 
I've never forgiven them for the. Uh, <laughs> I've never forgiven them for rock band. My God, how many years ago Aww. was that? But yeah, you know, I, I hold the grudge for a long time. Fuck them. <laughs> well, that's that, I guess. That is that. That is that. On to um, some news this week. I don't know if you've been paying too much attention to the the tech news. Um, this week, but some interesting news about the uh, the new Rift S. Um, that was announced mm. earlier this week. Um, was that at GDC? It was announced, or was it? Um, yes. Alongside, yeah. So at GDC, obviously GDC, um, there's been a lot of leaks come out and a lot of information come out. But new Rift S been announced with a higher resolution of a uh, twenty five sixty by fourteen forty across both screens, or uh, twelve eighty by fourteen forty per eye. So if you only have one eye, then unfortunately you don't get the twenty five sixty. Sucks to be you. Um, it's listed three hundred ninety nine dollars, and uh, it includes uh, the tweaked touch controllers and integrated audio. Now I don't know if that's like just the controllers. If you get to have somebody touch you, tweak you, but you know, hey, here's Ooh. open. And um, that's yeah, the full immersion right there. That is the full immersion, yeah. So that's expected to uh, to launch in the the next few months. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really good, and it's just a kind of natural step as well that VR is taking is that incremental changes that will sort of boost fidelity and also reduce cost and you know rift s is that but when you compare it to like i don't know the vive pro which everyone thought what the fuck is this why are you charging so much for this and then rift s seems like kind of that sucker punch to say hey hey fuckers we can do it better than you now yeah. so it's it's nice to see that competitiveness being reintroduced to the vr market and it's, it's still not something i'm entirely sold on vr i do think that augmented reality hey, more mixed reality is going to be the the next big thing something that doesn't mm-hmm. you don't have to confine yourself um obviously you've already got sort of that mixed reality augmented reality and your, uh, your heads up displays in cars some of them they display information on the um on the windscreen you know so yeah yeah th- i think there's there's a lot more scope um for use for these sorts of things um but yeah it's going to be interesting I, I do think that this portion of the market has has definite growth available to it um you know, we've seen a lot more games that have kind of took off, took, taken over. Um, Beat Saber being one of them. It's kind of just, mm. you know, people have gone, shit, yeah, they, God, there's something to buy that. it for. You know, it's a system seller, so. Like, you look like such a tit playing Beat Saber, but fuck, it looks fun. I mean, I look like a tit all the time anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> also, GDC, um, we saw, in addition to, uh, to CryEngine's real-time ray tracing demo um, that we saw last week, we saw um, some news that NVIDIA is looking to enable ray tracing on non-RTX cards. Which is a fucking mm. huge move. Bit of a, bit yeah. of a, um, yeah. Is that a bit of an admission? Admission that things are not um, so great in their new cards, or you know what? Why? <laughs> why? I did think you bring it's this out maybe. Video? I don't know. I think it's maybe just a knee-jerk reaction to the fact that they've heard whispers from within the tech industry saying that, oh, hey, by the way, guys, people are going to try and do ray tracing on like AMD cards and shit. You need to like get ahead of the curve. So they probably thought, fuck. Uh, engineers do you think you could do some ray tracing on a 1050 ti and they were like oh, yeah sure but it'll be 10 fps they're like that's good enough for me <laughs> and they just said yeah it's totally possible but when you kind of read into it more it, it very clearly states that um ray tracing on non-20 series cards will not be as good guaranteed because they lack the tensor cores and the other fancy cores whatever the fuck they're called um yeah. that are dedicated to doing the ray tracing effect on on the rtx 20 series um so yeah it's possible but it's not it, in all likelihood it's not going to be very usable no but then you know there, there's some things when maybe high frame rate's not not required so i suppose having the tech available on the older cards is a mm. it's certainly a bonus um i can see this now. being more useful not for gaming perhaps but maybe for enjoying content 
that yeah. gets made with ray, tra- ray tracing of some kind. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and just now we're just showing an, uh, um, a screening of one of uh, Epic's two uh, Unreal Engine uh, ray tracing demos that were shown at the uh, the GTC um, mm. last week. Spectacular, absolutely spectacular. It is gorgeous. I was blown away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just you know, and I know these things. These tech demos are um, are never. Never what we're going to see in reality, but damn, it's uh, that's pretty pretty. It is. I mean, all of these kind of tech demos we've seen, they they do claim that they are real time ray tracing. Now, of course, we don't know what their computational power was. We don't know how many cards they were maybe using, or if they were using a specific card that has, you know, a beyond supercomputer spec, or I don't know. But the fact of the matter is that they're saying that yet yeah, this is. This is um, real-time ray traced, and it was the emphasis on this particular video was photorealism, and it really is like the first image you see. It's hard to distinguish. Like you could have fooled me if you didn't tell me that wasn't real. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. There's some ideas I think when it's on the um, the dashboard displaying things. I think yeah, that kind of it shows computerness mm-hmm. of um, of the image. But yeah, I mean, it was just absolutely stunning. Second video was yeah, not not so good, but um, yeah. yeah, that one real standout, real standout. Don't know if you saw the news about um, Project uh, Project Red, CD Project Red, and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seventy. It's twenty seventy 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 seven seventy twenty seven seventy 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 two fat ladies twenty eighty eight. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I didn't realize this was aimed for release in uh, twenty twenty one. I, I, I stupidly had in my mind that Cyberpunk was coming out this year. So nah. um, yeah, right, you know, I, I think know, everyone I just wished so good, it but, would. Oh, maybe maybe that's all it was. I was going with. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting news that they're not restricting their, uh, their release to the Epic Store. No. Here the nations rejoice. Uh, Marson Moment had tweeted out, uh, Today our goal is to make Cyberpunk available to as many gamers as possible on their platform of choice. So, here, Nintendo Entertainment System people rejoice. Yay! Yep. Confirmed uh, on iOS. <laughs> is that a gaming system? <laughs> it's the biggest gaming system in the world, I think. Oh really? I well, think if you yeah, I, I bet if you took raw figures, I bet iPhone is probably the biggest platform for gaming. Either iPhone or Android. Oh, the Android, Android. Although mm, iPhone, I, I, Apple and uh, and iPhones are huge and they're swamped in the market by by the Android system. Mm. But it's just because it's only Apple that does a uh, does the iPhone That's as true. opposed to Tiffany and their dog that do, uh, that do I bet, Android. Uh, okay, if you went for individual phone manufacturer, probably Apple was winning. Yeah, I mean, if it went for individual sales within a, a particular state, then, you know, it's still it down. Apple wins, right? Okay, we get it. Yes. <laughs> I wish a new iPhone, Thank by you. the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's great to see. I mean, it's odd for me because I feel like it's very odd, in fact, that people even proposed to uh, to CD Projekt Rec, like, hey, do you think you're going to put uh, Cyberpunk as a Epic Game Store exclusive? I think that's such a ridiculous question in the first place because CG Project Red they they have their own game distribution platform. I think it's GOG is theirs, isn't it? Yeah, GOG. So, yeah, it's absolutely madness. It even questioned. <laughs> so it's like, to be fair, I don't no, know if they yeah, asked we're by not like going to release it on ours. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if it was like a legitimate person that asked them though, or if it was just some Yahoo off the street. They were just responding to a tweet. So uh, yeah, it's a legitimate Yahoo. A legitimate Yahoo. Yeah. There we go. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, I mean, uh, it's a stupid question, but it does open up that kind of interesting debate where people seem to be so obsessed 
it's only the PC community that care about this, of course, because it's a PC um, distribution platform or whatever the whatever it's called, storefront, digital storefront. Um, but it does open up that interesting question of why are people so against Epic Games and the Epic Games Store and, and losing out on being able to play stuff on Steam? Like, are they that devoted and that committed to only having one game launcher? Are they that committed to Valve? To like, do, is Valve the greatest thing ever? I don't really think they are, but this is the thing apparently... that blows my mind. I, I don't understand how frothing it in mouth people are because you think, you know, mm. have you missed out on every other game that's not on Steam just now? Have you ignored every EA game since, you know, I mean, shit, what was the first one that forced you to go into the, uh, forced you to use Origin? My, uh, Battlefield 4, maybe? Was Battlefield 4, maybe Overwatch, something like that? Yeah, you know, it, it, like, it's not, it's not a game that came out last week, you know? The, the, yeah. You've been shoehorned into using other launchers, so you've got the Uplay. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why people are so, so against Epic. Is it no, the Fortnite Fallout? Is odd. that... Yeah, I think obviously Epic has has propelled themselves even further to the to the front of gaming with Fortnite. Like that's undisputable. Fortnite is the biggest game in the world right now, and and because of that, Epic is doing very well for themselves. And maybe people just hate to see someone doing so well um, via a somewhat controversial game. You know, it's a game that's broken through gaming media and into mainstream media because everyone knows Fortnite. You can hear about it on the street. You see their clothing in in regular stores. You can. You could buy Fortnite comic books or whatever, and it's it's everywhere. And maybe people just not hate that. Big maybe people feel like embarrassed by it. I don't know. Yeah, it's not quite big enough for the ball drop, though, is it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> God, that scene. Poor ninja. <laughs> I don't pity him whatsoever. He probably got paid a ludicrous amount to make a stupid fool of himself, and I'd yeah, do it too. True. Absolutely twice. Guess I'm just not that popular. <laughs> <laughs> guess not kiddo um but no it's uh it's it annoys me because of you know epic do so much good for gaming in general i mean set aside unreal engine even the biggest thing that they have contributed of course something that is the foundation of many games like the many games wouldn't be possible without epic in that regard um if you even just set that aside and just look at what they're doing with just the Epic Game Store and the fact that they're rewarding indie developers so much and helping them actually make profitable and sustainable livings through their games by not you know gashing them on on uh, on monetary splits, it's just a breath of fresh air. It is. It is. I mean, you're talking like an eighteen percent shift in price between or mm-hmm. you know money that the uh, the devs can claim between Epic and Steam. You know, I'm not saying that if every developer wants to, but shit, you know they could discount their epic game by 20 percent yep. constantly and you know they're only losing out in two percent we game by 20 percent you know uh, i don't know it just blows my mind it, it really does um and I, I, yeah. you know i guess it's from not being pc centric for so many years like i've dipped into to multiple launchers quite happily to, to grab whatever game that i'm i'm working on you know or, or whatever game i'm looking to cover um so yeah i don't know i just i, I, I can't i can't get behind this um comic book guy mentality that's what i feel like comes down to you know it is so childish it's so uh, uh, it's like a cult it's like the cult of valve or you know the cult of pick your poison like your fucking pc works with all of them and it takes up 50 megabytes probably to have a game launcher on your computer you're not telling me you're that strapped for hard disk space that it's that big of an issue 
Are you? Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, the, the biggest issue for me is trying to remember where the fuck all my games are. Do you know what I mean? So, like, personally, I kind of want a launcher launcher so that we can just, you know, I can it see everything that's there and just go, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. know. It's stupid, but, you know, it's nice to see, uh, you know, Project Red saying, like, guys, we're going to put it wherever we can. Like, I guess that's the best approach is cover all bases and say your games are going to be wherever you want them. Great. Yes. yes absolutely. I would have liked to. Have, I would have liked him to be a bit more snappier and say, "Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> we have our <laughs> own storefront, and it's our game, so we'll put it wherever we like." You fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's what I just, would have liked to have seen him say. But hey, just like a simple three tweet. G O G. Cunts. <laughs> so um, so yeah. Speaking of exclusivity, or not quite exclusivity. Um, interesting news about uh, Quantic Dream. This week, I believe, yes. came out from uh, GDC as well. This made me so happy to hear about. Not like, so much I me with my uh, my yeah. GPU, uh, but you... um... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's just so cool to see um, get like you know, some of these companies breaking down those boundaries, and and the con- the story of for Quantic Dream actually is a bit more complicated than just hey yeah we're done with Sony here's uh here's the game on PC so. The big news is they're releasing Detroit Become Human, Beyond Two Souls, and Heavy Rain, which are three of their biggest titles um, on PC. And they they were exclusively developed for PlayStation. They have been developing for PlayStation exclusively since the PS3 era. But now their their three biggest titles um, are coming to PC um, via the Epic Game Store for one-year exclusivity. Um, And then after that, will be back on Windows Store or Microsoft Store and Steam, I believe. But um, this kind of story exclusivity. (laughs) <laughs> right i didn't realize yeah. they're coming out to epic store direct oh man yeah so it's okay. going to only be on the epic store for a year i believe and then after that yeah. it'll be on steam and the microsoft store i believe cool cool but uh, you know the main thing here is that they're, um, they're branching out away from just the uh, the console releases that's um yes very interesting that which they're, is good they're coming excuse me to pc because these games especially you know i feel like they deserve a wider audience and I'm not saying that, you know, the Sony platform is not a big enough audience for them. It's absolutely huge. You know, that there's a lot of uh, PlayStation owners out there. However, I just feel that the, the wider market is uh, is deserving of seeing the games of these quality. Yep. And I'm hoping that this kind of opens the door for more of those moves where, you know, maybe in the future we'll see Naughty Dog open up to other platforms. And, you know, one can dream. I'd like to one day play The Last of Us on my PC. Um, yep. That'd be nice, but who knows? I think, you know, I don't think this any, is quite there's an interesting no, there's story. There's no reason for them not being there, is there? Even if it is, you know, 12 months, two years <sighs> down the line. I mean, contractual reasons? <laughs> Those well, are pretty good know, reasons, normally. Yeah, no, absolutely, from the, the developer's point of view. But I mean, like, you know... If, oh, in terms of hardware, you mean? There's in no, terms like, of hardware, in terms of, like, yeah. you know, for, for the sake of... This was only possible on PlayStation. Gamers. Like, no, yeah, it fucking wasn't. You know, <laughs> absolutely, you know, it's everything's a PC these days, basically. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I would like to see more of this stuff, and I'm not saying that like you know there shouldn't be. You should release everything on PC as soon as it comes out. You know, I, I definitely feel like you have to, you have to give consoles their their place, and um, you have to give console gamers their their, their place in the marketing. You know, give them a fair share of the, uh, of the releases initially, um, that they're due to have. But you know, years down the line, when the games aren't so relevant, when everybody who's going to pick it up is probably picked up unless it comes in a decent sale, you know, why not? Mm. you know and, and yeah. release the definitive version of it shit you know i mean if these things could run like the developers wanted them to 
Yeah, fair play. I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I mean, the only title I've actually played from these three is Detroit, and I fucking loved it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. One of my favorite games of last year. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely I looking the, forward uh, to playing it again on PC. Just say it's one of these things, you know, that, that I, I've got too much of a back catalogue on uh, on my my Xbox to uh, to expand. So I would never have played these if they weren't coming to PC. At least now mm. we can buy them and own them and never play them. You know. Yeah, I'm hoping they do a bundle for these, like. Or a collection or something like if the, if it will blow my mind if they say sixty pounds you get all three, I'd be oh, I mean, so happy. Is it? Yeah, it's I don't know, man. I feel like maybe it could. Nah, nah. Because Heavy Rain is old as shit. That was a PS3 game. Beyond yeah. Two Souls yeah. came out two three years ago, and Detroit is a year old. I reckon I sixty pounds on PC is not too outrageous. When when Grand Theft Auto launched on PC. Was that was that compatible? Did it was it a reduced price? Well, that's a that's not comparable in terms of the gravity of it. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a launch like this, they want to they want to make a bundle, and I don't mean putting the games together. Mm. No, because I feel like GTA was always slated to come on um, PC, wasn't it? Oh, it's know. not like they said, oh, here's GTA for Xbox and PS4, and then they were like, later on said, oh, we're going to bring it to PC now. It was like, oh, yeah, it's always going to come to PC, but you have to wait. Uh, maybe, maybe actually, yeah, there was like a 12, 12 month period or something. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah, always kind of planned that way. I think with this, it's a bigger deal, but they you know, the the last time they had a PC game was Fahrenheit, and that was PS2. That's yeah. how, that's how what I, long they've been out of the game. game. The, uh, they kind of have to ever coax the PC mate? crowd back to them, I guess. I don't know if it takes any coaxing. Maybe not. I don't uh, know. I, we'll, I, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, I think these three games are huge. I think the the gravity of the situation of these games coming to the uh, the PC is is huge in itself as well. Um, I think that would certainly carry um, a lot of a lot of the um, a lot of interest in the, the the games coming enough that they could go for a more premium price point. Sixty pounds, yeah, that would be ideal. But I doubt we'll see that. I mean, I don't know how much the bundles for these three games are going for on the um, on the PlayStation. Um, Detroit you know, is you probably find it on sale for maybe thirty five. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Two Souls maybe around the same, and Heavy Rain I think you could probably pick up for twenty, maybe less. Yeah. So I, I would be massively surprised to see these launch as new titles. Um, but that's bearing in mind that PS4 games are more expensive than PC games. Well, yeah, 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 but I don't know. They're still looking for profit. Anyway, we can refer sure. back to this. I'll take a note. Don't worry, it goes in the goes in the diary. That day for me yep. was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if they can't have a sixty pound in a triple bundle, I'm so buying it immediately, and I will be playing yeah. the shit out of all three. Can't wait. Yes, no, heavy will, rain no, is no, actually. I I would say heavy rain, as a title, is probably one of those games that convinced me I wanted to do content creation. So I remember watching people playing it on YouTube when it first came out, and I was like, fuck, this is so cool. I would love to be able to do this. So Heavy Rain oh, is kind it. of a big deal for me, to be honest, and I've never actually played it, and now I kind of get that chance, which is really exciting Excellent. for me. That should be the last thing you do before you retire, then. So as soon as it launches, <laughs> you just play the game, and then fuck off. You know, just be like, yeah, you're My done white it, whale. Aye. Your, your sperm whale. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what your white whale is. Is this a Moby Dick thing? I'll be taking that to my deathbed. <laughs> Well, um, but yeah, never know your that's it really from uh, Quantic Dream. But 
Um, there's no like official date, but they have said 2019. So yeah, end of the year. Cool. Oh, you know. well. Next week. Fuck it. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you just never no. know. Just never know. Please not now. Yeah. I, I, there's too many games to play right now. I can't I be dealing with this coming out on PC as well. <laughs> Can you now. Just Take your time. Carcos, Jesus. <laughs> too much. So, I'll tell you one thing. It won't cost seventy-one Ooh. billion fucking dollars. I hope not. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. indeed. Jesus. A pretty penny. Several pretty pennies. Holy mother of God! Can you imagine having seventy-one billion, let alone being able to spend it on something? What would you spend seventy-one billion on? Do you know? I'd get like a little bit of into it, and uh, yeah, it wouldn't be pretty. Mm. It'd be, I'd it'd probably be buy a fox if it were me. You know, just a fox. Yeah, <laughs> just, just one fox. Street scavenging fox. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you think a fox would cost? An actual no. fox. I don't know. Did you ever see that um, the video of the foxes that trained over in Russia? There was some um, program they had. Yeah. To, um, to domesticate foxes. They, yeah, they were they're really cute. Nice. Apart from the them. ones that they, they bred to being really nasty, and they were really fucking horrible little bastards. Yeah. yeah. Apart from that, I'd love one. It, well, one of the nice ones, yeah. They were very cute. Yeah, they were they were almost like weasels. The white ones, they? the white foxes. They're oh, beautiful. <laughs> so cute. But yeah, no, Disney uh, Disney has finally sealed the deal on what have, has you know, been expected for a long time and that's the acquisition of fox people are calling it a merger but it doesn't seem that way to me it oh, seems well, much more like this an, is acquisition. an acquisition this is not a, not a merger <laughs> this is, at all. This, this is, is not um yeah this, this is, is big fish eating little fish yeah absolutely yeah. and it's a crazy day when fox and everything that encompasses is a little fish but disney is just mm. where does it end what, what next yeah. will they buy oxygen is this uh <laughs> Fuck. Start set, stockpiling rent. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wouldn't um, be surprised, you know. It's um, this is it's scary that this is happening. I'll be honest. I don't like shit like this. I, I don't. I guess like I suppose it's that cartoony element. I'm like they're okay because they're wearing gloves. You know what I mean? Because like in my mind's eye, mm. every fucker in Disney is wearing those big hello. You know, big fucking white gloves. Every board meeting, it's <laughs> just nobody's angry. They're just uh, dicking about with these. Big fucking gloves mincing about the place. Remember when McDonald's did the uh, the big glove promotion a few years ago, oh, and you could actually yeah. get the big glove. They, I mean, they were fucking awesome. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I'll never got I one. Remember that? So you know, I look like a. Dick. <laughs> you only get one of the hands. <laughs> yeah, I've only have one. You have have one glove with your happy meal. That's it. <laughs> you have to come back, back and buy another. Oh, too late! Too late. <laughs> The glove's gone, you have to have the fucking mouse ears or something now instead. Yeah, except you only Sad got as well, so fuck you. You can flip upside down Sad and get a pirate for a day. Arr. Oh, brilliant. So yeah, <laughs> fucking 15 months, they reckon, for this uh, this to actually take place. I, I reckon that was probably like half an hour of them going, well, we're just going to buy you for 71 billion, okay. Sorry, Disney. And uh, in 14 yeah. months and 29 days of them going to the authorities, go on, let us do it. Go on, let us do it. Go on. Would you mean it be too big? Go on, let us do it. Fucking let us do it. It would just be like, uh, what you call it? Father Ted. All of game. Go, ah, on, go, go on, on, go on. Go on, go on. <laughs> you will. Ah, you will. <laughs> Fuck it, we've just bought you as well. And now you're saying yes. No, it's... companies own and the governments. <laughs> wouldn't mind. <laughs> god no i mean for me this it kind of signals just how easily kind of these these larger companies can be changed and also just the fact that 
all of what they start to create becomes it doesn't it's not owned by anyone really it's not like an authentic work anymore it's just part of the the media machine that gets pumped out and makes money and they recycle it and buy more people and buy more studios and until they own it all and then i don't know you kind of cry out for the the avant-garde you kind of cry out for the smaller indie studio same thing with gaming you're kind of looking for the indie studios to pump out these amazing titles we're going to yeah. see less and yeah. less of that now with with a big company well, like fox that's just disappeared I see i don't know if we will that's this is the thing that kind of you know like you say it's like um it's like gaming it's like music it's like comics as well like it's it's very interesting the um the movement that happened with comics back in the 90s mm. marvel themselves absolutely bankrupt remember selling their, uh, their assets off for everything hence like spider-man being at sony yeah um just now and them having to just kind of scramble to, to get some of spider-man back in the uh the mcu um you know marvel completely fucked themselves in the 90s and you had the, the rise of image um given the rights to the artists given the rights to the comic creators and things um you know that that was a huge thing a huge turning point in the industry unfortunately it kind of goes in a cycle when you know you have the independence rise up um same with gaming and then, of course, they get bought by the big companies that are like, it's brilliant, you're independent, you can keep your independence, but here's some money to bankroll you, and you can give us your shit. <laughs> you know, how, how do you turn down? I don't think you do, I think you just go, hey, fuck it, yeah, money? Cool. <laughs> Where do I sign? Yeah, um, but I mean, like a th- in a similar vein, that's why we had so many fucked X-Men movies. You know, you give away that license. You say, here, you know, this is a sellable commodity. We're going to sell this X-Men license. We're going to give it to 20th Century Fox. And they pump out loads of shitty movies and ruin the name of X-Men. And, you know, and that's why they're scrambling to buy it back. Because they want to try and restore the name of it. And, you know, similarly with I, 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 any I, I, titles I, I, that I, Fox held of their own. I, like, I don't know. It sounded like you were saying shitty X-Men movies. Yeah. Um, shitty yeah. X-Men movies. Which one are you referring to? All of them are pretty bad, except oh, for Logan. Wow. What? No, I mean, Logan's on, the only the good one. one. No, 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 no. The first one was amazing. Not, it like, was okay. To look back at it now, it, yeah, not so amazing, but but certainly at the time, man, it was um, it was revolutionary. It it, it brought superheroes back into the mainstream. Mm, no, it didn't. Mm, Super- Spider-Man yeah, did that. Fucking literally did. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, did. Spider-Man did came that. off. Nah, 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 nah. Yep. Did it? Fuck it. Yes. <laughs> Spider-Man that definitely that? did that. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man definitely did that. Maybe. Hands but down. Did that come out before, uh, before the first X-Men? Doesn't matter. Of course it matters. No, it really doesn't. No, it's the one, one that was... It was the big one that actually set the standard properly, whereas X-Men was just like, here's a shitty action film with mutants. Spider-Man was an actual superhero movie. A comic book movie. No, no. Yeah. No, I'm not not buying that at all. (laughs) So X-Men came out in 2000. And let's let's look. When did the the original Spider-Man? What the hell was that called? It's called Spider-Man with a hyphen. 2002. There you go. See? No way, man. See, they, they... they took the correct route of taking two years to think about it before putting the movie out and get it right. Nah. That, the, the X-Men if X-Men had waited... Right. <laughs> Sorry, X-Men. Got it right. X-Men 2. Got it. Kind of right. X-Men 3, Mm-mm. I would say it was a blip. That was the one that went wrong. The one that went wrong? Well, yeah, I mean, like, if we go X-Men 1, 2, 3... <laughs> and, mm. you know, look, yeah, you're going to bring up Wolverine. 
I know it. I just I can smell it in your fucking. I don't ear. even have to. I think everyone already understands that Origins Wolverine should be obliterated. Every copy like burned. The, yeah, but without Wolverine, would we have had Daredevil? Eh, fucking Deadpool. Yes. <laughs> would we have had the Deadpool that we we have now though? Yes. Because Ryan Reynolds still would have fucked up with Green Lantern and thought, how am I going to redeem this? <laughs> God, yeah, Green Lantern. Shit, who was it? <laughs> that? that was... God, that was, was fucking awful, there. wasn't it? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. at least the Green Hornet was, you know, at least taking... Green Hornet was good. Itself. Yeah. That was a good like film. It, it, I understood when it stood in the whole fucking... The lineup. Yeah. But shit, man, yeah. The, the Green Lantern was... Uh, Big oof. Oh, boy. That was a big oof. I mm-hmm. think that kind of sums up Ryan Reynolds, so it doesn't it? Uh, yeah, he kind of he does some good work, and then just big oof. Yeah, I think that the, the the only thing just to cover on the um on the Disney acquisition there um is the potential for there to be uh, four thousand job losses after the um the merger with the uh, yikes. Yeah. Never jobs, pretty to hear it. about that kind of stuff. Like, nah, it's not. It's not seventy one billion and fuck. You know what I mean? There's yeah. Was yeah. there not enough money left over to keep people on the payroll? Like, I could, you can maybe understand some job losses because maybe they'll come in and think, yeah, we can maybe, uh, you know, streamline this a bit, or maybe there are better people that could do the jobs and we want to get them in yes. instead. Like, we don't know the actual figure of, okay, what are actual jobs being cut and what are actual jobs being filled by someone else? Um, of course, because they'll, they'll never release that information, but it's just, it just sounds like so many lives get changed by this and probably people who are so indirectly affected by it too in terms of the actual paperwork side you know what i mean yeah yeah but you know i dare say there will be a lot of um backroom staff and a lot of um a lot of staff that are probably coming to the job fairly new i mean shit remember there was uh, that story had come out about the guy that like shifted his life across to uh from one side of america over to the the other side just to be told he was losing the job he started on a friday and lost his job on the monday when the um Fuck. God, who was it that the um the Telltale Games when Telltale Games closed? Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, that I mean really this guy like sad. literally just packed in his job. Fucking went across to to get this dream job on the other side of the uh, the other side of America. You know, wife and kid was was following in there. Uh, and yeah, hey, well, mate, good luck on uh, on Friday, but um, Monday, see you later. Jesus. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, hopefully there's not too many of those sort of situations that are uh, that are floating around. Mm. But you just, I feel for him. I do. There's yeah, there's always absolutely. some losers in these kind of deals. Always some losers, and it de- it tends not to be the guys that make <laughs> make all the cash. Like they're not no. begrudgingly saying, "Oh, seventy one billion, we just got conned." You know, they're happy enough the thing, with that know, amount of money. Like, there's no dividends thing to the the folks at the uh, the lower. Lord reaches here, sir. No. It's not like your share, your share, share scheme paying out big bucks. So, um, so yeah, I suppose that's like the the big the big downside in that news. Um, for me, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but yeah. you know we've seen many times over the past few months and past few years, um, the industry rallies around a lot. People are looking for for people that have lost their jobs specifically. You know, quite often you see um, after any of these issues, um, you definitely see people that are, are kind of hiring. People that have lost yep. their jobs. So, um, so hopefully the same happens again here once we we know the true uh, the true fallout of the acquisition or the uh, the merger. 
<laughs> yeah, merger. What a joke. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, that's all all the news. Then I guess um, quite a lot to unpack. There was there was the tons of, of topics, even more that we would have loved to have talked about, but um, sadly they'll have to wait. So go fuck yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> you can fucking read about it online. Lazy cunts. Exactly. Back to the uh, yeah, the main topic at hand here tonight. Um, talking about Bath, Battlefield versus Firestorm. No, Battlefield Five. Firestorm. God, never ever get used to that. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, yeah, bit of um, bit of an interesting one when when this was first announced. I think we were, um, there was a lot of us that were skeptical that it would uh, it would work. Um, Not me. Battlefield seems like well, I don't know. Like Battlefield seems like the perfect game for the the big action, for the big um, the big maps, the big gunplay, the big um, vehicular battles. Um, and yet, I don't know. There's the, there's something about it that just kind of makes me think. Will it work? Um, very interesting to, to see. Will it pull the players back? Um, more than anything, the uh, battlefield's just kind of to me. It's kind of suffering on a, a crisis of identity. Um, when it first when it first launched, it was very not sim orientated, but it was very squad orientated. Um, I know obviously the gaming world and the 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 way that people were playing was a lot different back then, and uh, gaming's become for all that it's opened up a lot more to the other way the community i feel like it's become a lot more um solo play orientated i don't know if you if, don't know how you you feel about that but i i certainly feel like before when there was squad games you had to be in a squad whereas now things like overwatch yeah you, you benefit from being in a squad but you could definitely do these things on your own as well um up to a point and um and i feel like battlefield's kind of caught in that it's got in that no man's land of wanting to be a sim wanting to be realistic but people expecting the arcade shooter from it as well to, to kind of catch up with the uh, the cod the cod crowd i feel like it's the opposite i feel like most of the battlefield contingent wanted to be that realistic shooter and in fact they're they're very much keen on just making it a fun game with realistic kind of historical backing but not necessarily historical authenticity um but I don't know. I feel like Firestorm in it in itself is a game mode that has absolutely no historical accuracy whatsoever. Like I think we can forget all of that. I think it's allowed to have that kind of poetic freedom and flexibility to feel a bit more arcadey because it is an arcadey game style and game mode in itself. You know, following the battle royale format, etc. You know, none of this shit ever happened in World War Two. This is just a game mode no, that employs World off. War Two esque weapons, vehicles. Um, across a huge sprawling map with a crazy fire ring just chasing you and it's just meant to be a fun game mode I think I think this is just uh, you know something to give people to do in the game um, why was that not our lead song by the way the burning ring what? of fire god damn because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been doing it that's why oh have they oh shit I've, like I've not been paying attention to anything I, I, I absolutely hate scouting down all the information that they has and seeing these things you know and getting so many opinions I dare say, um, God, what's the, what's the YouTube guy? Um, he Which loves one? Battlefield, <laughs> Mister YouTube, Westy, the one guy. No, I don't know, like the the British gamer, tactical Brit. That's the one. Man, he he, I bet he's played this. Did he play Ring of Fire? Probably. Probably. No, fuck him. <laughs> I, I, yeah, they probably all did. 
Yeah, Actually, no, probably, probably none probably of them cool. did because they would have got copyright claimed. Fuckers. Of course, yes. Yay, YouTube. <laughs> Damn it, we should have done that. We should have left with that. Fuck, oh well. Anyway, <laughs> scrap the show, um, start a game. <laughs> From the top. Welcome. <laughs> but no, so I, I feel so like this is a game mode that is... Um, it's just for fun. You know, There's there was there would never have been any call to do a Battle Royale in Battlefield if it weren't for the explosion of the popularity of the game genre. You know, and just clearly fans now kind of expect Battle Royales to be a thing. And everyone kind of groaned a bit, but then also thought, oh yeah, I guess we should have expected that. And I think the way, at least looking at the gameplay footage, and even before then, even before then, just thinking about it, thinking, how would a Battlefield Battle Royale look like? What would it work? How would it work? For me, at least, I kind of putting all the parts together and thinking, okay, so Battlefield gunplay, nice. Battlefield map design. Nice. Battlefield vehicles. Nice. Battlefield destruction. Very nice. Kind of it ticks so many boxes that I think it just kind of makes sense. And then seeing the gameplay come out, it, it looks great. It looks really fun. Uh, it looks very fluid as well and very smooth. Like I have to say the performance-wise, it looks like it, it's holding up nicely. Maybe that's because they're, you know, selective footage that they're giving out or whatever, but... I don't think you know, devs do that, do they? Well, that, yeah. That's not a thing. Apparently all the footage that we're seeing is uh, Xbox One footage, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Not Xbox One X, even. Jesus. Well, maybe. <laughs> don't know. But it's on an Xbox. Maybe, maybe sure. push. Um, yeah. No, that's interesting then. Um, and it looks good. Certainly, I've, I've, I've got to say that the engine over the past few years has uh, come on a long way. I know mm. um, when Battlefield 3 launched, it was, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then 4. <laughs> Obviously, there was improvements made. Um, still wasn't quite as good as it could be, but now, you know, sure, I mean, Battlefield 1 was, obviously there was issues, there was network issues, we, we touched on this last sure. week, um, the EA servers have issues, and obviously loading, like that menu lag issue that you, you had as well, um, I don't know if that came from the, I don't know where that came about, but that was, um, that was very detrimental to the uh, the gaming experience within mm-hmm. itself, but, um, but as far as the, the game engine went, as far as the, the destruction, obviously destruction's been ramped up for Battlefield 5 compared to Battlefield 1, Um this numbering convention really fucks my head. I'm not going to lie. It <laughs> <laughs> just really very simple yeah, it goes for me. It is yes. We had 1942. <laughs> then then 1943. Yes. Yeah. You still with me? 20, you still with me? 2042. <laughs> yeah. No. 2142. Wasn't it? Oh, was it 21? Oh fuck. No. It was in yeah. BC. So, do you know what I mean? Like we're jumping through the fucking Vietnam. centuries here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. God. I oh, know. Vietnam came after BC two. Ah, uh, sorry. Two sorry. BC. Way after. Like we're talking thousands of years after. Incredible. <laughs> but yeah, like as I, I say, I've got to see the um the, the engine itself is uh, I, you know it, it's proven its worth. Um, mm-hmm. This is frostbite yeah. at its best. It is. It's this not is FIFA. What frostbite FIFA. Is good I don't to be think useful. really shows off. Um, the benefits of of the frostbite frostbite engine, but um, no. yeah, la- large maps, um, scalable destruction. It, it's it's looking it's looking fucking hot. Mm. Not just because of that firestorm, which by the way uh, looks yeah. terrifying in the coolest way possible. Like this isn't some yeah. mincing about sort of blue line that creeps slowly towards you, and you're like, oh, it's the blue. No, this is a raging field of fire that is hurtling towards you and causing destruction. Like, it destroys buildings in its wake. Like, it's got some yeah. serious power to it. 
Like this is that, that, that was something I was really impressed with. Um, I, I, I didn't realize that was going to be a feature until we saw the latest trailer come out, and I thought, shit, yes, mm. yes. So there's yeah, there's, yeah. there's going to be none of that fucking around where, it, and it, it annoys me a lot in Battle Royales where people are just kind of camping the zone, camping the kind of blue or whatever, camping the circle, and they're they're deliberately waiting in it to kind of fuck people up who are running to safety. I don't think that's going to be an issue in this game because this is you're literally hanging about in a field of fire. You can't just sit back there and and catch people off guard because buildings are tumbling around you and you're being burned alive. So like I think it's gonna force more of that active play in the in the play zone rather than create yes. a weird culture of people hanging back and just kind of sitting in the circle and then popping out and surprising people like that. I don't know. It might. It's, it's a it's a tough one you know. to balance, isn't it? Because like Battle Royale, the film, um, mm. you know, the, the, it wasn't an immediate death within those zones was it It was more like a, a, a bomb drop if i remember correctly yeah i think so so you know there was still like a there was an element of being able to get out of that area and i think they have to have some sort of you know if you have a bad drop and then a bad circle i think you have to to be able to um to make way out but you know as you say forcing people to fight within the, the designated area rather than dicking about at the uh on the outskirts and, and dipping in and out yeah that's a that, that's a massive issue with the um with the yeah. current games because the real mechanic of that whole closing the play circle is not to catch people out who don't want to move. It's to, you know, force people to move to the new play zone to kind of help thin the ranks a bit more by, you know, lessening the distance between you and your opponents incrementally. Exactly. So exactly. It's, it's meant to encourage and- in-play action, not dicking around outside the zone. And one of the, the biggest issues with PUBG, the, the granddaddy of the, um, the Battle Royale genre, mm-hmm one of the uh, the grandfathers anyway you can spend 90% of a match outside of the, the zone and uh, and just struggling to make your way back to the uh, to the zone yep. that's something I want to, to see avoided here you know I want to see them more of a force of being out of the zone the, uh, the, the um, forced into the inner zone uh, more often to actually yep. keep you there and keep the um, I don't know just keep the, the action alive but you know, also that there's a responsibility in the devs here to make sure that the zone placement and the uh, the way that it pans out works in the favour that in, in a way um, that you 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 can realistically get to the end of the game without having to to be in the the outer zone as well. You know. Yeah, I think that the the large amount of vehicles on the map will probably be helpful in that regard. I think they said there's like 18 different vehicles that yeah, you can find, like it? which is cool. Can't wait to get in a tractor. Yeah, the tractor <laughs> looks nuts. Um, but yeah i mean i think the you know it's a very large map like we that goes without saying this is battlefield's biggest map ever it's 10 times bigger than hamada which is the largest map on battlefield 5 um for 10 times the size it's insane which one's hamada is that the hamada's a desert one with the castle and the bridge um yes it's huge it's a huge map i think if i remember correctly it's at least like over it's over a kilometer in its like, I think on Reddit this week showing various map sizes of uh, of games. I don't know if you saw that GIF. No, it was, it was beautiful though. It was um, it was nice. It was just it started out fairly small, but then you know things like, just grow and like grow and grow, and then it compared then, it to the uh, yeah to the actual size of Europe. You know, and this thing basically <laughs> was Spain. Whatever, I can't remember if it was just Cause Four or something, but whatever it was, the final one. So it was uh, yeah, it was covered in Spain and you know encroaching a hell of a lot into Jesus. France as well. So. Uh, yeah, I'll need to look out and I'll uh, I'll send out a tweet later on with the. That's quite impressive. I had yeah. no idea that Just Cause Four was that big. And it was it was something like Just Cause Four. It was um, it, it was a game like that, you know, just 
yeah. ridiculously huge. So, um, so yeah, mm. I think that the the only issue with such a large map um, is finding other players. If you expect, you know, that there's going to be four man squads in this, I believe. Um, yes, I think it's, it's launching with squads points. and solos actually. Okay, so, so solo maybe not so much of an issue, but um, I mean, you you know yourself trying to find people in uh, in some of the PUBG maps. It's um, yeah, you can spend an awful lot of time just getting from place to place without seeing anybody. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, it's one of these things that I am looking forward to seeing it. Um, more looking forward to playing it and kind of getting into the trying to get into the skirmishes. I mean, even Apex, you know, the map isn't huge in Apex. I can drop and not see anyone for the majority of the match. I watch some of the streamers, you know, and these guys are just. They're surrounded by people constantly, you know, they're constantly getting 10 mm. kills within the first minute or two. Um, I don't know what I do so wrong. Maybe just dying. Maybe I'm the first kill in that game. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, from the gameplay footage I've seen of, like, a full game being played, the the sheer scale of it is just immediately apparent. And I think it's it's clever design on their part in that they, they kind of... They put the airplane that you drop out of incredibly high up compared to other battle royales. The altitude of your drop is huge, which kind of gives you that scope to be able to see the entirety of the map. So from the get-go, you kind of see this is this is huge. This is a big, big map. Um, and so, yeah, when you hear that, oh, it's only 64 players, like those issues start to creep up on you. Yeah, you might think, oh, man, I'm never going to find anything. But from what I'm hearing of the people that have play-tested it already... Um, they went directly, I think they, they went to EA DICE headquarters, which is in Stockholm, I think. Yeah, um, Sweden. Yeah, it's in Sweden. Yep. Uh, but, they, you know, they played it <laughs> and they, um, from what I'm hearing, you know, a game will last about 18 minutes, which is quite impressive, actually, considering the large scale of the map, which makes me think perhaps the, the storm itself kind of rolls in quite quickly or is that a constant rolling in rather than an interval sort of thing? Um, yeah yeah that'd be quite cool actually if it was like if it never showed you where the next one was going to be but yeah. if it just shrunk down inside so cool. like sometimes the edge you were on um was the fast moving edge but sometimes it was a slow moving edge that would um yeah yeah it kind of tw- it's a wee twist that it puts things in its head so people can't camp the uh, the final circle yeah. so much well the big twist i think the the thing that kind of sets this game apart um because you know every battle royale since PUBG has had some kind of twist to it fortnite has building um, Apex has revives um, and like resurrections. Um, Realm Royale has the the chicken system and the crafting system. Um, with bat- with Firestorm, it's the fact that you, whilst you're in a downed but not out state, you can fire back. You still have a pistol that you can equip and shoot. So that's its kind of, yep. I guess, its uh, twist on the on the genre. Um, as well as, the, as well, you know, the the, the, the vehicles. Um, yeah, having offensive vehicles is is huge. You know, I can't, I can't yeah. think of anything else that's got that at the moment um, i guess I uh fortnite kind of does with the uh the airplanes of course yeah yeah i forgot that had to come out in an update um, which is interesting that yes. you know the only air vehicle in this game is a helicopter um i'm quite surprised that there aren't but i, I guess maybe the balance maybe they probably tested it out with planes and they thought the balance was a bit off or something i'm not too sure um, probably i expect there's a, a, a sort of speed limit that they can put on the um on the helicopters as well that they can't do on the the jets that's true. People could just they would cycle around the outside, wouldn't they? They would just circle around the outside of the maps. Um, I suppose you can strafe as well with a, a, a helicopter that you can't do in a, a plane. So yeah. on the edge of a circle, you um, you have a bit more a bit more control there. Yeah, 
it'd be cool. I mean, the game itself drops, well, as we're recording it, it drops tomorrow. Um, so we'll have plenty of time to be able to try it out and give you our thoughts um, until the next time we do a recording. Um, the main thing that I'm kind of looking to get out of this game isn't sort of to revitalize my love of Battlefield. It's more to revitalize my love of Battle Royales in general because I've kind of fallen out of love with them recently. Um, they, they just kind of have lost that edge to them. There used to be those kind of experiences where if I wanted something that was incredibly tense and had this great kind of ebb and flow of a dynamic to it where you have your slow periods your quick periods all of that kind of uh, sort of the romance of it is kind of lost on me now but with, with firestorm i'm hoping it can kind of revitalize that and not only make me love battlefield 5 again but also make me love other battle royales for what they are um, just purely for the fact that i'm hoping this will be some kind of brilliantly slick and polished battle royale because i don't really think we've had a proper one even Apex, on the surface, appeared like it was going to be the next best thing. Um, it was very smooth, very slick, but then slowly over time, issues started to show up with hitboxes, and then the content flow would dried up pretty badly. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It's an, I think, unfortunately, um, you know, No Battlefields has launched with um, without issues. True. So, you know, I, I truly expect a lot of issues. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully the uh, hopefully this is what they've really been focusing on, even though Battlefield's come out. Um, hopefully the the Firestorm has been at the forefront of the uh, the ideas and the plans. Um, it would it'd be nice to think that something wasn't just tagged on at the uh, at the end, and that they kind of had focused on this initially, but just didn't have enough time to produce it, so they they went with what they had. Um, I don't know. It, 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 I'm I'm not sure if this is the sort of game that will revitalize love for brs because i feel like the battle royale genre has um it's kind of turned into a, a bit of a meta within itself apex was the first game that i really felt like i had to play aggressively in order to get by which was great you know it was really nice to, to be forced down to you know you can't just hunt about for the best gear and then take yourself into the fights um yeah but equally you know you watch the people that are, that are the best at these games and they play aggressive anyway you know they, they it doesn't matter if they've got a pistol or shotgun or hammer you know what i mean they, these guys just go for it they go to the busy places they just absolutely smash the uh smash the opposition time in the game so if you're not doing that whether you've got the best gear or not i think you're at a disadvantage you know um i think things like PUBG, that you know there isn't so much of a, a quiet game anymore is there you no know, you, you've got people that are just hunting and then they're, they're so p by the end because scavenging isn't enough you know you have to look from your uh the corpses of your enemies so yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's. I would really like something to stand out. I would really like something to come out. And Apex has obviously been huge this year. You know, it's been a real, a real revelation. Um, however, it's. I don't know. I don't think it's been the the, it the Titan killer that people expected it to be. You know, even um, Epic Games have come out and said, "Yeah, Apex hasn't really made a dent in Fortnite." Like they publicly came out and said that. So. Know, <laughs> yeah that's first off ouch <laughs> secondly yeah is it kind of nice. concerning that fortnite is just still that dominant uh in not just battle royale genre but in in terms of gaming as a whole i don't know i mean yeah, obviously, the, obviously something has to be invested so much you know that they, they have to keep on investing in the the, the thing mm. you know that there's that um there's definitely that sort of element isn't there that you know to take on anything new i mean like buying cosmetics and apex 
was so risky that I just, uh, yeah, you know, I didn't do it. Um, something like Rocket League, I was okay with buying. I was I was okay with buying cosmetics up to a point. Um, you know, or, or trying the opportunity to win the cosmetics. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like I'd invested so much in that game that I kind of felt like I was just helping the devs a bit more. Yeah. But I don't know, with this, like I bought the game, you know, so now I'm getting this update. Mm-hmm. Because this, this update's only for the people that own the game, isn't it? It's not... No, it's not available separately. Not you, have to have, you have to buy yeah. Battlefield Five to gain access. Which is, you know, a, a fairly risky move. Is Battlefield yeah. Five on EA Access? Is it on the, the, the Access Premium, even? Yep. All the EA games you know, are. Oh, are they? They're yep. on the, Origin EA Access Premier Premium grants ah. you the Premier, most expensive version of all of their brand new games. Magic, man, that's a uh, that's actually a pretty decent deal. If yeah, you, uh, it is. <laughs> if you're interested in the, the EA games, yeah, for sure. Or you have a PC um, that can handle it, yeah. But no, I think uh, because because of the fact this this is, I don't think this is going to be a game that sells more Battlefield Five copies. It might pick up a few more sales here and there because people want to try out Firestorm. But I don't think it's really there for that. This is to kind of reassure and appease the players who had bought into Battlefield Five already and are kind of looking at their other games catalog and thinking oh, maybe i'll play that tonight instead this is to suck them back in and give them more content to play and you know there's not i don't think there's anything wrong with how battlefield 5 went down um in terms of its delivery and the quality of the game etc i thought it was perfectly fine it's just at the time there were other stuff that came out along the way that drew my attention and now it's being drawn back towards firestorm so i think that's the plan with this release that's the kind of how it's working and clearly they needed the time to develop it and get it to the state where they could release it and think yep this is going to be what players expect in terms of the quality we deliver and the experience we provide as well um because it's taken them quite a while to put this out in all honesty i mean what when did battlefield release is it october it was like october um that's a long time was it was just last year it came out it's so hard to tell like battlefield's See, because they do these bi-yearly releases, and I can remember the content that came out for Battlefield 1 took, like, it was almost from Battlefield 5 came out that the, uh, they were just fin- finalising releasing stuff for um, for Battlefield 1. Mm. And it was really bad, like, new maps and things. I, people just had lost interest by the point the um, the stuff came out. The premium access that, that you got on the, um, on the, 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 the deluxe version, you know, you were at least 18 months if not 24 months by the time that the uh, all the packs had come out and all the maps had come out and stuff. Nobody was playing it by that point. Or no. Not regularly, you know. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's, I, I kind of kind of harks back to I feel Battlefield has kind of lost its it's lost its place in the um, in the gaming community. It's not arcadey enough for people that are just looking for that quick fix and it's certainly not a quick fix given the, the loading times for everything, you know, the... the the interface, the human interface, the, the user interface is really is toiling on that front. Um, once you're in the games, brilliant, you know, but again, you're kind of going to half 35, 40 minutes for a, a game of Conquest. Yeah, there's too much getting in you the know, way of you just enjoying it, isn't there, really? There is. There you're is. constantly fighting against on, on the UI break. to get into the, the fun stuff. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know, like EA really need to focus their teams on, on streamlin- streamlining this. Because it happens too often with EA games, and I don't know why it is. Fuck, even FIFA. You know, FIFA's been a mainstay in the, the sporting realm for 
well shit like it came out in 94 i think the first one you know what i mean it's it's like older than a lot of the audience <laughs> that we uh that we we have and still there's issues with disconnects midway through the matches um you know just the general network not being as it should be um trying to use things within the, the menus within fifa is, is still a pain in the arse you know so there's obviously like don't get me wrong the games look good but there's this there's the other side of the games of being functional you know and quite honestly i'd be quite happily with a, a text based interface that was fast i don't care for the graphics you know i don't care about my, my menu looking as good as a menu could possibly be i don't give a shit you know just let me click start and make me start instantly you know yeah so um yeah i mean shit can you imagine the um <laughs> if, you, if you had the google watch this video and you can join the match in five five seconds unless it's ea in which case <laughs> fuck you <laughs> yeah um, i don't know I, I mean certainly firestorm looks good as you see you know it, it is such a destructive force it looks scary and shit i mean battlefield you play battlefield for a good couple of hours you walk away and you're like holy shit like don't nobody shout at me or scream at me because i'm i'm a bit tetchy now you know yeah it's uh like it, they've you always feel got, like you've done a fucking they've shift. always got such mastery over creating experiences it's just maybe it's in marketing maybe they're marketing the game wrong maybe they're just diverting away from what consumers are hoping the games are going to be maybe you know they're just not communicating properly what this is in terms of what is battlefield 5 supposed to be because you know it's clearly not yeah. for the for the diehard historians it's not for the diehard realists in terms of shooters it's not for the arcadey boys. It's, I don't know, is it trying to carve its own niche now? Is this trying to be a completely new type of shooter? It's hard to tell. Is it? Is it enough to be a new type of shooter? Yeah. You, know, you go back several iterations and you go, really, it was COD or Battlefield. You know, it was one camp or the other. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Battlefield 3 came out and it just kind of turned things in its head. And, you, you know, at that point you think, well, okay, it's shifting away. You've got regenerative health, so you don't need your... Um, you don't need your medics so much. Yeah. You know, now people can, you know, I don't know, it just there's so many little steps that have taken it to the point of going, what the fuck is it? You know, what what, what are you, Battlefield? Are you, are you just a big scale, what, arcade shooter? Yeah. Kind of. And I, I don't know. So Firestorm, it'll be interesting to see if this becomes the focus of the game, if they, if they try and shift away entirely from the... Uh, from the, the the multiplayer experience that you have at the moment and you know if, if a lot of energy goes on here or if it's just another thing that's tagged on that just kind of helps seal that battlefield has lost its identity i think they're in the advantageous position of being of you know being the last guys to release it, it's it's a bonus because they can see okay what happened to call of duty what happened to blackout how did it go wrong how can we stop that from happening okay how did apex do so well for their first two weeks how can we capitalize on that and, and imitate it? How has Fortnite managed to maintain its its status as the the biggest one? Um, what went wrong with PUBG? To be honest, how can I it think have, that's the know? issue, though. I think that's the issue. Over the years, they've gone. How can how, what do they have that we don't? Let's incorporate it, you know. And I think every time they've gone a step further away from what what Battlefield was. Mm. And also, what if you have to fucking call your medic to to get healed? Fucking make your medic heal. <laughs> don't let them earn as much for killing people and make them earn super bonuses for healing people you know boom fucking job done do you know what i mean it's in the game design you just fucking you're the devs control that shit yeah reward me for doing what the fuck i'm supposed to and stop me from doing the shit that i shouldn't be doing you know 
Sniper sitting back in the hills. Sorry, sniper sitting back in the uh, the hills doing absolutely nothing. You know, that that's not what your job is. Fucking scout, you know. Mark your targets. Yes, you've got a sniper rifle for, for taking out your uh, targets at long range. But just being a bushwicky, nah, fuck off, mate. You know? Yeah. No, I definitely see what you mean there. Or, like, the, the, these guys, when they've got the uh, the respawn beacon, will get in the battle. Give them something decent. Give them a nice shotgun, you know? Shotty snipers was a, a thing from Halo. You know what I mean? Bring nah. back shotty snipers. Make them really offensive. Sneaky. Get them behind the enemy lines. You know, make them drop their, uh, their beacons there. But, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just trying to fit with what the community wants. The community doesn't know what the fuck it wants. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. We don't know. We play shit and we're like, yeah, this... This works just now. It's you know, spoon feed me, and this will work for the next few while until the new shiny comes along. You know, but we need a game that we don't realise what it is we're actually needing until we get it, and then we're like, holy shit, how can we do it without this? You know. Yeah, I'd say there's a few things from what I can see from the trailers and from you know from the gameplay that I'm seeing people have recorded from the events they did. There's a few things I'm seeing immediately that I'm like, oh, that's bad. Change that. Such as like the looting system seems to be god awful, especially when you put it up against the huge improvements Apex Legends managed to make on the genre. Like Apex's looting system is just brilliant. Battlefield's oh, kind of gone in the reverse direction. Player. It's awful. You, you have individual items on the ground that you need to point at and pick up, and it's it's it looks like it's going to be time consuming and could be the difference between life and death. And maybe that's intentional. Maybe they're looking for that risk reward factor in looting. Um, but I just feel like it, it it's there's not enough kind of satisfaction from adding that to your game in terms of an experience um when you compare it to yeah, let's just make looting easier so that you can get on with the actual cool parts of the game which is what apex exactly opted for. especially about map size the size it is you know yeah. 10 times the size of their biggest map and you know you, you don't have time to be dicking about can you imagine like the, the sheer volume of um of buildings that are in there you know you, uh, you yeah. land in a town on your own with your team you know you've got like five buildings here battlefield buildings are not small you know, to search every single one of them dicking about with a, a shitty loot system. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a pain in the ass. And they've Absolutely. already kind of answered that bring... question of, how oh, okay, how do we add risk-reward to looting? They've added that in already by having high-tier loot kind of locked away in these safes that you kind of have to take a bit of time to crack. And yes. whilst you're cracking those safes, you can't look around, you, can't, you, you have no peripheral vision. They've kind of already added in the aspect of risk-reward loot. So why... why further that by adding in something that's more of an annoyance than a game feature in having like individual looting it's it's bizarre and again it just kind of to me it harks back to this outward view of things that the battlefields approached and and adopted over the past few years it's just it's not its own game anymore Mm. and um i don't know it's a shame because like obviously the community loves battlefield and the battlefield community is um you know as much as it shifts over the years they're very vocal, they're very supportive, and they, you know, they're very invested in the game. Um, for me, it's one of these games that I've never been heavily invested in. And then when the shift towards modern combat sort of style of, style of play came about, and the, the COD style of play came about, it just it really lost me. Um, there was just something about the bob and weave that the, the characters had. I, I possibly even field of view was just off in the... Uh, in bad company times i just i could never go on with it but um but yeah now i just feel like it's it's a very competent shooter but there's just there's no i don't know there's no real drive to to log into battlefield 5 over 
other shooters. I think it's because like just now when I want the shooter fix, I'm just wanting something quick, you know, and you, you know you can't get the other battlefield you're yeah. You're going for a more methodical approach, but with an arcade feel, you know, so it's not like you it's not like you're um I don't know, you can even survive a bit longer or anything, you know, you, you, I don't know. I feel like this is actually gonna I feel like that's at this I feel like Firestorm's gonna actually fill that gap for you because of the fact games take about twenty minutes start to finish from what people are saying. So maybe this is gonna be the actual Yeah, I mean that's sort of Apex realms, isn't it? So maybe this is gonna be the battlefield experience that you're looking for where you can just kinda jump in and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean this might well be the thing. Depending on how the loading goes, depending on how the the menu goes, if I have to sit fifteen minutes before I get in the game. Yeah, it'll kill it for me dead. Um, <laughs> but you know, if this if they've managed to get this uh, get this loading quickly, um, then yeah, maybe this is the one. Maybe this will be the one that just it, it has enough variety for me to to really get behind. Yeah, um, it looks quite straightforward I, in terms of you know the the style of battle royale they've gone for. It's very much a yep, you know, last squad alive wins. Uh, there's no uh, resurrections of any kind. It's it's you know. You're dead. You're dead. Uh, if you're knocked down, you can be revived as you'd expect. Um, I quite like the the sort of pistol whilst you're down but not out. I think that's quite cool. You kind of give yourself a fighting yeah, like chance that. to help your teammates out a bit still. Um, my, but, my only question with that though, but if you down somebody, do they then get a pistol as well to shoot you while you're down and they're down watching you as you've just emptied your yeah, I guess pistol so. into them? Like the big fuck you. Yeah, I guess they would. It's, it's just it's just going to be like martyr, isn't it? It's going to be some really intense scenes. Motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose, like, that's the thing. You know, not only can you call out to your teammates where the enemy is, but you can maybe take the enemy out. Yeah, exactly. That that fine hard eye. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's it's kind of like Apex where, you know, people can revive a lot quicker um, if their teammates have downed, you know, and the the person can be right back in the action. Um, There's that. I think that's only if they have a syringe, though. So there's, only if they have a syringe that yeah, can, so ah, there's really resurrecting good. with a syringe, or not resurrecting, sorry, reviving with a syringe, and it's almost instantly, and then there's reviving without a syringe, and you're kind of grabbing them by the hand and saying, oh, come on, mate, you, you're fine, get up and help us out again. And then, you, you know, <laughs> then they're back into it after a pat on the back and all that. So, gotcha. which is, yeah, I, I was wondering, because I don't think anyone's spoken about this yet, I was wondering if they're including the classes in this if there's going to be assault, support, medic, and recon, and if they're going to have any kind of perks or anything like that, I was wondering if that was going to be included. But it, I don't oh, seem that's to. That's an interesting I, point. I couldn't I, find I, I anything about it. I feel about that. The um, yeah. I, I see they've got those um, those special weapons that you can you can purchase. So you, like you can call in the, the V two rocket and things like that. Yeah, they the yeah the rocket's like the rarest thing you can find in the game apparently gold rarity so is, is this just a pickup or is it something that you to pick up towards it's like a flare so uh-huh. you shoot a flare gun and it drops something for you and it might drop you a vehicle or it might be dropping a, a rocket on the site of the flare gotcha. gun it will tell you what it is before you fire the gun so you won't just fire a v1 at yourself thinking oh boy this tank's gonna help us out <laughs> and then you just bomb your <laughs> fucking team um it'll tell you what it's for before you fire it um but yeah okay. so you find those they said it's very rare loot, so you probably only find it in like safes or in vehicle lockups. Um, gotcha. But it has the potential to spawn in a normal location as well, just RNG. Yeah, as you'd expect. Yeah, yeah. So well, that will uh, that will certainly keep it lively for the the final circle. Yeah. 
I mean, I wonder how effective it is because, you know, in the multiplayer, when you see a V1 coming, you've usually got at least two minutes to vacate before it drops. Now, of course, True. when you're on final circle and the circle's tiny, there's nowhere to run to. But apart from that, I don't know if it's going to be that useful using the V1 rocket or V2 or whatever it is, JB2. They might uh, reduce the time on it, possibly. Maybe. More immediate. I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. Um, it's definitely... These sorts of things are definitely um, what I'm looking forward to, to finding out. Yeah. It'll be an interesting experiment. But we'll, we'll get we'll sink some hours in. Um, I don't know when what you're available uh, this week to do. Me neither. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but no, we'll we'll be yeah we'll both be doing our best to try and get some Firestorm gameplay in so that we can at least give you guys some opinions on it. Um, on our next recording session, which of course is every Sunday. Don't forget, you can always tune in over on D Live as well as Mixer. You can also drop us follows on the Twitters. We've got a handle now for the podcast. It's at the F Bombcast. Make no mistake, no F Bombcast. It's the F Bombcast. But you can also follow our personal Twitter channels uh, at Rufet and at Cold Foamy. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a fun episode. It has. It has. Next week we um, yeah we've got some some interesting uh, look back at the uh, the Baftas. I believe that's yeah. Or do we? Ooh. Is the Baftas in two weeks' time? Two weekish. Two yeah. I think it's yeah. The Baftas is the fourth, isn't it? So um, week and a half. So yeah, ignore me. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll may, maybe so we'll do a BAFTA preview no BAFTA by then, or maybe we'll just fuck it off and wait until the results come in. Let us know. Let us know what you, <laughs> which you'd prefer, of course. You know, we are still obviously, you know, it's only our second episode and we're looking for feedbacks. And, you know, anyone that did drop some feedback on our first episode, we're very thankful that you tuned in and thankful that you gave us a shot. And if you're listening now to the second episode, thanks for sticking with us through that first episode and <laughs> coming back for more. Apparently we did something right. <laughs> I mean, we didn't get any negative Absolutely. comments, so I guess it was actually perfect in that, you know, we we are just great at this. It must, it must have been. That's all we can take from it, really, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. um, I wonder if we just, if we release this to EA. Let's let's see what the real reception <laughs> is, you know. Yeah. Put it out to the wider community, EA. Yeah. <laughs> pride of, uh, sense of pride and accomplishment in podcasting format. Oh, shit, man. I forgot that was even a meme. Mm-hmm. It's not even a <laughs> meme. It's just fucking engraved in the annals of time and it, it's just a, that's a dark time in gaming that's what that is oh it's hilarious the dark Although, like I, I saw there was some controversy with the with the anthem devs not controversy so much but you know they were like Drama? it's really difficult for us to come in here to to reddit if we're just going to read negative comments oh yeah i saw that and somebody had just been like you know what are you doing like what, what, what's the plan are you going to fix this you know it wasn't like a total your game shit you know it was like mm. It was a fairly light Reddit comment, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I did kind of <laughs> hark back to, to previous times. Having forgotten about the sense of accomplishment, I was like, oh man, dude, you totally fucking, <laughs> you just approached that wrong. You got that wrong. You needed to have just gone, do you know what? Like, I would just, I'll either shut the fuck up or I'll, uh, yeah, I'll bring something good to the table here. Oh, well. But no. <laughs> no, we're so, not like uh, that at all, though, because we already have our sense of pride lost, so... We're on the come up. Accomplished anything, so fuck it. Yeah. Why start now? Yep. (laughs) But guys, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Of course, you can always catch us, as we said, every Sunday. Um, Our podcasts are available every Wednesday. Now available on Spotify and the iTunes Store. (gasps) 
amazing. Finally. We finally got on finally. all of them. All the goodies. So, yeah, we're on, yeah. you know, we'll still be hosted. We're currently trying out Podbean. Um, if anyone knows any, you know, better alternatives for it, um, then let us know about podcast hosting sites. But we're trying out Podbean. But, yeah, we are currently available via Spotify and iTunes. Um, so, yeah, make sure you drop us a follow on there. We should be on name. Should be on tune in this week as tune well. Tune in. Oh, there you go. There's another one. Tune in, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um How yeah, we're on Radio Public as well. That's a, another app that um that I've, I've used previously. Um it's quite nice for, for your I don't know if you've used uh, Radio Public at all. Your cell phone. No, nope, um, but I will a now nice interface. Boom, there you go. That's uh yeah, it worked well. Worked well for my previous um my previous podcasts. Cool. So um yeah. Yeah, it's always nice to, to have something that's specific to podcasts. Yes. Possibly. Possibly. But hey. But, um, but yeah, we will keep you posted on Twitter if we end up in any other sites. Um, and as we say, if there's any, anything you could recommend for hosting sites or anywhere you'd like to see the, the podcast being sent out to, um, just let us know. And we will uh, we'll do our best to, to accommodate. Yeah. And, you know, any other formats that you'd like us to get into, whether it be like Braille or uh, mailing lists, fuck it. Just... Let us know. We'll do it. Yeah, we, we, we could transcribe this. Yeah. <laughs> dots. What's hard about them, huh? They're just dots. Exactly. exactly. We could do it in Morse code. I could do it with my eyes closed. Hey! <laughs> 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 Try doing it with your mouth closed. Maybe that'll uh, Yeah, that'll I help. should just fucking shut up. But yeah. That, <laughs> let's wrap up the episode before we offend the an entire community of the blind. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for joining me as always, Rory. Thank you guys for tuning in live and thank you for listening to the audio-only format. Uh, my name is Cole Fomi and until next week... And mine is Rodefit. Peace! Oh, no, 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 no. no feel free to, to end before I say man Rodefit. No. <laughs> I'll have the last laugh. Okay, okay. Much love, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>